everyone. Thank you for downloading the Friday edition of the podcast. Here's Friday podcast, so here it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, can we call an ambulance? I think Abby's having a stroke. Um, Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. 5G, a new faster network that has the potential to transform the internet. 5G is a software-defined network. By largely operating on the cloud, it means it will have 100 times better capacity than 4G. Yesterday I was talking about how I was becoming a boomer because I could not operate a Zoom conference call. It was a serialistic nightmare of errors. And becoming a boomer? You're not becoming a boomer. You're just ageing. Okay. Because you weren't born in that era. Oh, right, okay. So mm. what what, would you what's call- before your ex a generation, Your ex-generation <laughs> and you're just, you know... Getting old. Huh. Getting old. Huh. It happens. You know You know when you've, like, it even happens around here when something goes wrong with the on-air system. Mm. Back in the day, I used to be the young kid who could explain it to the other people. And now I have to find someone. And I'm like, what's this do? Why is that there? You know? Right. And then it just happens, mate. It's just progression of life. Well, last week we got on the next, we got on two experts. We got on one expert to say that um, 5G uh, will give you COVID and all the things that were wrong with it. And then we had a writer reply where we had someone going on going, no, that's not true. It's completely safe. Right? And has anyone else got complaints about both ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. ten. In the research for that, we hopped online to see which parts of Brisbane have 5G. And, and do you know what? Because we've been talking about it and my phone's here. Yeah. All I'm getting is adverts for 5G now. <laughs> well, you should upgrade. Well, I, I just faster. Cause... But I just got a new modem. Mm. Oh, does that mean it? Oh, well, because I just got it one on... during um, isolation because mm. I remember my you changed internet. over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. Is 5G a modem thing? I, I thought 5G no, wait, wait, was wait, on wait, the phone. Wait. I, I'm not. I'm not the expert. I thought you had to. Update. Oh, but you're on the radio, so you must be. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, allow me to be the expert yeah. because um, yeah, we found out that Pardon has it. Um, so I went home yesterday, and I was just I was just um, smiling around. I was downloading some things um, onto my PlayStation, and they, they, you know, it comes up with how long it's going to take, and it was like five hours. I was like, that's too long. I want to play Star Wars now. And um, so I looked at my modem, and blow me down, my modem said 5G. I was like, what? And then I looked on that little, you know, when you scroll down, you see all the Wi-Fi networks. Mm-hmm. It says it's got mine, and then it's got mine with 5G on the end. I sent you guys a photo. I was like, I got 5G. Oh, I didn't even Look at me go. Did you not send the, the photo? So, oh. uh. so I um, connected it to my computer and I was sitting there and I was like, whoa, look at it go. Wee, wee. But it's that so just fast. means you've got 5G access, but it's not connected yet. No, it's connected. Oh. But, right, so then I'm like, this is amazing. My mate who lives across the road, he's a tech guy. He must have known this. So I text him going, are you on the 5G? And he goes, no, I'm on the NBM. We don't have 5G. I'm like, yeah, we do, mate. Look at this. I'm on 5G. And he's like, no, it's not 5G. Now, here's where it gets confusing. Right? Did you have coronavirus? So is this, is this going to end in? Is this going to end in you saying we all have to be stuck in this room for two weeks? Together? Can I just say before you say anything, we're here for you. Thank you. Um, well, I'll be a guinea pig to see if five G gives you COVID. Because I was like, I got five G. He's like, No, you don't. I sent him a photo. He goes, No, you don't. So it says five G. Says, No, you don't. So it's complete. This is just to make it more confusing for everybody, right? When you think you've got a handle on something, Wi Fi has two point four G. And 5G. Always has. Nothing to do with the 5G towers or the 5G mobile stuff that's going in. So that is just for phones? No, well, no, it would work on computers too. This is just, and I, I said, can you explain it to me? He sent me an article and I said, okay, I get that. And then in brackets I put, I don't actually get that. So he dumbed it right down for me. Ooh. And he said, think of it as a standard definition and a high definition of the same channel on your TV. Right. So 5G is the HD version of your internet? Yes. 
and the other normal internet is not. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with the other 5G. Why wouldn't you call it something else? Yeah, that is confusing. Because for a good solid hour, I was online and I was like, look at this go. Wee! But, was no faster. But why hasn't anyone else had the, that 5G ring? You, if you look on your modem, it's new. It will have 5G on it, I guarantee it. But that means that I can get access. Telstra sent me an email about it. You can get because it. because I've updated it, when the 5G comes into our area, I will be able to get it. That's mm. what they sent to me. Mm. But I'll tell them no. Stav said no. no I you, can't. But you could also get access to the Wi-Fi 5G now. See? It's very confusing. No, I don't know if you're clear. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the time to spend three hours on the phone to Telstra to double-check these facts today. <laughs> They're you very know lovely in like. store. They have been open, and they've got their social distancing down pat. Because oh, the lady was like, you're not on your spot. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she said, look, that we have customers of all age come into this store. <laughs> so for that reason. They would have more older, yeah, older customers, yeah. wouldn't they, they? Yeah, and they have a lot well, of people wanting to pay their bill <laughs> in store as well, uh, like in cash. My grandmother so still calls really it difficult. Telecom. It's oh. so cute. my pa used to work for Telecom, so he's got a phone number. Well, he did, bless his heart. Uh, but my nana still got it, and it's only got one digit. Mm. Repeated. Oh, really? I was like, in the beginning of... You got to be these you people. They sound like my people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you, they have a phone that they go when they dial. They go ring, <laughs> ring, <laughs> ring. But that's a five G phone, is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Anything you want to talk about in first calls, we'd love to hear from you, especially on a Friday. Chris in Morayfield. Good morning, lovely people. Hello. I'm heading up to Harvey Bay with my seven-month-old son and my beautiful wife to go hiking and see the extended family. Oh, Oh, beautiful. I love it up there. I remember it used to be a bit more of a retirement place, and Mm. now there's a lot of young families moving up there. It's like where you go to Fraser Island. Oh, yeah. 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 That is right, isn't it, Chris? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, but it's still God's waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we spend a lot of time um, at Woodgate as well on holidays, which is not not far from there. But um, we found this sick Airbnb last Christmas, Chris, and I think we're uh, we've been banned from it because we snuck a dog in. Oh. So if you know if you know anyone from the Woodgate area, can you just let them know that um, there'll be other ones? Why are you so attached? I think you just want to go because they reject you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it had a pool and it was big. There'll be other Airbnbs. It's not, but that you met your eyes. It's not. It's the one. Yeah, uh, I think you guys are like, no, nah, we want it back. Pretty exclusive. Nah. It's because she said no way. We're full. And you don't want like, to go no, back not. there though, Doug. Wasn't that the one where the neighbour was spying on you and yeah. she told the? It's an adventure holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, bring in bags of talcum powder yeah. and <laughs> all this contraband. Just see what you can see what do you to get knocked off. Uh, uh, Jean, hi. Hi there. Hi, what's up? Um, I know, I know you don't want to talk about this. The game last night, there was like watching the Warriors. Oh, you poor. That's what it feels to be a Warriors fan. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it at all? Painful. I didn't know. I didn't. But the score was just painful. Yeah. Is it a, is it a history for the Broncos or is it a history for the sport? No, just for the Bronx, I think. There's been bigger no. losses than that, hasn't there? Uh, no, yeah. Zero. The, we get no points. Yeah, no. We, get, we, we get it, Jane. You know, how's this, Jane? You know what was tough? Our audio guy here, he actually does the music in the stadium and he usually does it for the crowd. But to give atmosphere for the players, he's still doing it. He was telling... Oh, okay. Telling me this morning in the in the lift ride up that um, he wouldn't usually play music for the opposition team. They don't mm. do that. They only play if the Broncos score. 
Um, but last night he had to just do it. <laughs> otherwise, well, otherwise he, he would have fallen asleep. Well, he was sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so, um, oh, I feel for the Broncos fans. Yeah, I feel yeah. for you. It's yeah. just <laughs> this year's a bit different. No, you well, don't. No, you don't. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Gene, it's going to be interesting when the Broncos play the Warriors. Make sure you call back after that. We'll have a good chat then. Oh, yes, I will. I will. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, good right, idea. Thanks, Gene. Harry, in uh, Mango Hill, what do you want to say? First calls. Hello, everyone. How, how are we? We're, We're good. good. We're good. That's good, Essie. I just want to give a message of encouragement for people like me who lost a job mm. and still not getting anything from the Centrelink. So the story goes that uh, I'm a software engineer, lost a job, Mm. uh, company paid me a little bit of redundancy payment. I went to the Centrelink and they said, come back in October. In October? In October. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. They said, you know, use your money first and then we'll start paying you. Okay, that's fair enough. But just want to encourage those people who are not getting any money from the Centrelink that, you know, there's plenty of odd jobs out there. So mm. I just came home and, you know, instead of sitting idle, I joined Uber Eats and it pays the bills. Oh, yeah, cool. Good for nice. you being able to do that, Harry, because it is hard when you're sort of like, oh, you know, a lot of people have gone back to Centrelink demanding. Mm. But I guess mm. you, you, you're punished because you had some sort of savings. Is that why you couldn't? That's, yeah. yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I mean, I understand. But, you know, instead of going mad at home, everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. I was looking at some odd jobs, you know, guys, there's plenty of odd jobs out there. I, I spoke to, like, a few of the agencies. They're finding hard to find people to do pick bagging and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 You know, Harry, so, you'd have to, yeah. you'd have to be, uh, you'd have to eat before you start that job, wouldn't you, Harry? Uber Eats. Yeah. 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 I always feel yeah. sorry for the drivers. Yeah. I'm like, I smelt that food. That was good. You that, did a great yeah, job. True. <laughs> good so, on you. Yeah, just because no one ever talks about people who've lost a job but still not getting paid. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, Harry. Good to see you getting out there. Uh, Jules is on from Everton Hills. Uh, first calls for the morning. What do you want to chat about? Morning, guys. How are you? Good. That's good. Um, I'm just super excited because I got a text about 11 o'clock last night. My sister was in labour, <gasps> so still waiting. She's still there, going strong. Um, so I haven't slept all night, and I'm currently sitting in the heater in the car waiting for a coffee. Uh-huh. Oh, Big how night. exciting. Are you going to be – I mean, I don't know what it is at the moment. Are you going to be out of visit, Jules? Um, not sure. We don't think so. We might have to wait till she gets home. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be busy because she'll have three under three. Oh. oh. And the first girl. So super excited. Wow. <laughs> Are they, wow. Are the others at childcare at all? Um, no, there was grandma. Um, okay. And I'm just going to go to Kmart after this and buy a bunch of stuff and head over there probably this afternoon. With a lasagna, classic. Yeah. Three three under three. three. They clear they don't have Netflix, do they? Well they do. Netflix Uh, and chill. Yeah, a bit of a bit of baby shark and um the (laughs) No, I'm talking about I'm talking about your your sister. Um, That's yeah. Three under three, they knock them out quick. Yeah, bam, 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 done. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, thanks for calling. Stav, Abby and Matt. On hit one oh five. True story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. If you have a folklore story, now you don't know that it's a folklore story. You don't know that it's a bit of a made-up one. But if you've like heard it, and you're like, wait a minute, now mm. I think about it, I was told as a kid, mm. maybe it's not true. Because mm. those stories where you're like, you go, oh my god, that's amazing. So do you know them? And you're like, yeah, it's a friend. 
And then they drop in, it's a friend of a friend, and you're like, no, no one knows him then. Give yeah. me a name. But even if you have a true friend, yeah. you should know that true friend's friend. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Like, no, but then yeah. he didn't ask. Just go on and hang out with my mate. What's his name? Nah, he's just a friend. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if other people can finish this on 13, 10, 16, we know that it's made up because so many people have heard it. Mm-hmm. But if no one calls up, then we're like, this is a true story. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell people... It is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't question it again. This is no. the only time to question it. So if you don't ring now, forever hold your peace. Yeah. Mm, okay. So there was a couple that owned a very large python as a pet. I like it already. A pet snake, huge one. Mm-hmm. And they'd had it as a pet for ages. So there was just, they just used to let it roam around the house okay. free. They didn't keep it in its little cage, right? Um, they noticed that it had stopped eating for a few days and they started to get really worried. 131060, if you know what happened next. Have you heard it? Oh, no. I haven't heard this one. Maybe uh, it's true. Uh, Pythons, are they the ones that people always say, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and it was laying beside me because that's they measure you up to see if they can eat you? <laughs> is that those snakes? I think that is also a myth, but that, that is the snakes, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people say that. Uh, Have you ever heard that before? Uh, yeah, if you ever wake up with your pet python in the bed, uh, <laughs> it's going to eat you the next night because it's trying to see if you can get in there. Unless you can't. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. You'd be disappointed the next day. <laughs> I'm not big enough. Well, am I too fat for you, am I? <laughs> jerk. Python jerk. <laughs> 13, 10, 60, though. We've got a few calls coming through. If you can finish Abby's story there. Mm. Uh, all right. If you uh, if we don't, if these are all wrong, these calls, yeah, then that's fact. the end of it. It is a fact, and it actually happened. What are you laughing at? No. What? If you can finish it off, very similar to the way Maddie did. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. I've no, that might, might be real. Don't <laughs> 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 shut your mouth sometimes. God, slappy <laughs> gums over there. Oh, well, uh, sorry. Ruined. Well, maybe not. Well, maybe, 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 maybe not. not. Maybe not. Do you want right. to take a call now? Nah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. I blame myself, actually, because okay. I, I asked you guys, had you heard it? I was expecting a yes or no answer. Um, <laughs> but hey, so there is a, a folklore, maybe. There is a story going around, we want to know if it's true or not, that a couple owned a very large python that had it for years, this pet snake that was huge. Um, they used to let it roam around the house, and then they'd noticed that it hadn't eaten for a long time, and they started to get worried. Now, Maddie was like, oh, nah, I don't know this story. Turns out I do. Yeah, but isn't it true that they... What, Zoe? What was uh, the python doing? Hey, guys, so the python was sizing up their owners so he could eat them. Mm. They took it to the vet and they were saying that it was clearing its stomach and laying next to him. So... If Some you know they that, do, they, they fast, do they? Before they, if they know there's a banquet on the well, way, they, they must... tend to fast, but they don't eat a lot because once they've eaten, it they di- have to digest in their, in their stomach. So, so they can't move. If mm. you've ever seen, um, <laughs> try because I remember seeing a snake trying to eat like a, a wallaby that had passed away, mm. and they can't move after. No, they got a big lump in them. So I want to know now. Which is, is dangerous because then another animal comes along, and gets a two for one, a yeah, snake and a wallaby. Hide. That is exactly true. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look, you knew so much about I animals. knew would have known. I should be at Australia. But I want to know, does anyone have a python? Uh, is this true that they can do it? Is it or true? Or is there a vet? Would you, if, if you're a vet, you've got to save all creatures, right? Yeah, completely. You've got your hippopotamus out. Um, I don't think that they would. Because, because if it was the way they ate 
in the wild, when are they ever going to find an animal asleep that they can just sit and go, oh, yeah, I think I can fit that one in? They go to a campground. Maybe that's why they... <laughs> There's a heap of sleeping humans in there. They keep changing, though. It's hard. The next day, they're different. It'd be like a kinder surprise for them. You open up the shell inside. But they've changed because it's a pet. So normally, yes, they would. But because they're surrounded by this meal, not 24-7. Are you a python owner? We want to talk to someone who can then now confirm that. Do pythons actually size up their owners? 13, 10, 16. Let's change course here. They're prey. They're prey. They're yeah, prey. Yeah, sorry, make it nicer. <laughs> they're prey. They're prey, not their owners. Uh, all right, come on, help us out if you're a python owner. There's more python owners than you realise, too. we're going to get anyone. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. So we've done a little folklore just before yeah. about the python. But Matty acted and ruined it, but that's right. He just sorry. told us he loves us just so then, I've so done that it was too. really sweet. I've done it too with that one. No, 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 but that's what it is. Yeah. It's so people to, to ter- determine whether it's true or not. So, no, I'm glad yeah. you did it. We were talking about that. A family owned a pet python, so huge, it hadn't eaten for days. They took it to the vet, ended up that the vet was like, you got to get rid of it. It's, it's sizing you up to eat you. And we wanted to know if that's true that pythons do it. Because I've always believed that okay. for forever. Well, Doug, on the sunny coast, uh, you breed pythons. You can t- attest to whether or not a python will lie down next to its prey to measure it to make sure it'll fit before it eats it. No, it will not. Oh. How's it chances we have a... a a breeder of pythons on the li- uh, listening. Thank you, Doug. Um, so absolutely no truth to it. No truth whatsoever, no. We had some listeners call up and say that they do it in the wild, like some scrub pythons do it. Is that... They're, look, uh, over in other countries, uh, bigger pythons, whatnot, we, our pythons over in Australia, they do get a fair size. Yeah, scrub pythons, olive pythons, but... um. Yeah, not not really eating human size type thing. Uh, and doing uh, doing a little bit of research here too, Doug. It makes sense because you might be able to save this story. If they did have to measure up their prey, no prey sits still for that long for a snake to just see if it's long enough. They to do eat. when you're asleep. No, no, that's it. So, <laughs> yeah. and as far as them moving after they've eaten, they can still move. They just don't move very fast. Mm. Oh, okay, right. all right. So, where did this rumor come from then, Doug? Because I've believed this since forever. Well, it's like every rumour. Someone's just, you know, Mm. (laughs) um, nowadays look online, but before then, yeah, just word of mouth, you know. But hasn't there been a photo, maybe this is a fake photo, hasn't there been a photo overseas, and maybe you can say this, that that, that they have actually eaten humans? Correct, correct, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. There is snakes overseas and whatnot that have eaten humans, and yes, if you do do your research and look for them, you will find photos of, um, yeah, people dissecting snakes with, People inside. Humans in them, yeah, mm. but, um, yeah, over here, I wouldn't, no. Mm. Okay. No, I was, not over here, no. Doing a little bit of research. Great um, website, Snopes, which does this sort of, it debunks all these ones. Yeah, um, Yeah, uh, there was, so the story's on there, but there was a family in Queensland, 2008, um, that had a pet chihuahua that got eaten by their snake. And um, that when that story went, people then attached it to it, saying, and the night before he had laid next to the dog to size it up and blah, blah. So it, it sort of generates uh, around that. So you take okay. fact, factual stories and then you just tweak them a little bit. Do you sleep yeah. with your pythons, Doug? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> How many do you have? <laughs> Pardon? How many do you have? Uh, at the moment, only six. Oh, only six. Only six? Yeah. Wow. Do chicks dig that? <laughs> Well, it depends on the chick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. <laughs> Completely. That's true. So yeah. you, it's, either, it's either you show them your, your python and they go, God, oh. that's great, or they're, like, they're frightened and they run away. It's true. Yeah, but either way, mate. Usually, they, yeah, either way. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for calling this morning, Doug. Nice to talk yeah, no to you, problem. buddy. No good worries. On you. Have a good weekend. 
Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I think there's so many families that are looking forward to doing things that they used to. They might have missed out on Easter. And for us, it's camping. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't gone camping for so long. Mm. So we're excited that you're allowed to go camping again in July. So good. And you can't open the borders, so it's trying to get out and about in Queensland, which I support. Well, I think the campsites are open now, but everyone's going back to work now. So (laughs) the thing is, in the school holidays is when everyone's trying to hook in, Yeah, I feel sorry for uh, a lot of the camp um, site places and a lot of the caravan parks, because sometimes it's too hard to set up for two days. Right. You know, like you do Friday night, Saturday night, but it's it's a lot mm. for the boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Well, well, the girls take the kids off and drink. Uh, we'll look after the kids. We brought the kids back. That happened once. We're not going to do that again. But I love camping with Esther, your beautiful wife. Yeah. And I want to please her because she always goes out of her way to make me happy. She sent me a, a, a meat tray. Mm. I'm like, oh. Because she heard that I would love a good meat tray over a bunch of flowers. I have a, she I've, listens to me. I know she does. And you know what? I just want to say on that meat tray, yeah. she got you top quality meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know what? I was like, this isn't from Audi, is it? I was like, no. From a butcher. Yeah. You know what she gives this schmuck? Yeah. Whatever's on special. <laughs> uh huh. And Aldi. Yeah. That's because you don't listen to her. I do listen to her. Mm, anyway, uh, but we thought, why don't we surprise Esther? Because we're going camping in July, right? We yeah. get to go back up to Rivershaw. So I was like, well, why don't we surprise her? And we know that she likes something that we do, and that is a bit of a theme. Yeah. A bit of a camping theme. Mm. So Scotty and I have been trying to purchase country road jumpers. <laughs> oh. So I've got one for myself. Oh, my God. But I couldn't get one in Scotty's size, and then I was like, oh, this one's cheap. There's one only for 44 because they're, they're expensive. Yes, they're expensive. And then I looked at it, and it's 18-month uh, or 24-month. It's a he child can squeeze one. into that for the price because mm. um, you've got a whole range. Your family's got a matching set. Yes, so Esther <laughs> loves country road. That's, yeah. that's her sort of – she usually shops at the little – like um, no-name boutique places, you know, mm. that do like the copies of dresses and stuff. Mm. But Country Road is her one thing where if she's going to splash, she'll buy herself label. like a, mm. a nice jumper. Yeah. And I always give her crap about it. And then she bought me a Country Road jumper for my birthday. And I was like, oh, this is real nice. This and then real Ethan's awesome. got one as well. Yeah, so all our family do, even yeah. the kids. So Gosh. Eden... And Xander have the, we all have matching ones, and she wants us all to get a photo together. So Scotty thinks it's absolutely ridiculous. So mm-hmm. do I. But he's going to get on board. Of course. So I need you to make sure that you pack them all for camping. Well, they were you? they were for camping, weren't they? Oh, Although they're pretty expensive ones. for camping. That's what we made a joke about. That's how it all started. Because mm. he's like, "Hey, hun," we're all sitting around the campfire, and mm. he's like, "Hey, hun, is that a new top?" Mm. She's like. He's like, what brand is it? And she's like, oh, it was on sale. Because mm. yeah. I'll be honest, um, well, I had the, I was going to buy them all for the team. Were you? Yeah, and then come in when you were wearing them, we were all oh, going to be I wearing love them. It. But then oh. we saw the price, <laughs> and we went, oh no, 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 we're not going to do that. It's a bit as a joke, isn't it? <laughs> well, Man, surely them. we can get a sponsorship no, now, right? She told me she got them on special. How she much said you, they were how on much sale. How much did she tell you oh, they yeah, were? Do you know how much they are? Oh, I shouldn't. I, I think. Because I usually, like, this this jumper I've got on today, mm. Target jumper, mm. they do fine work in Target, by mm. the way. Did. Mm. get Yeah, well, don't close down. I've just really started enjoying their fast so But how much do you think the one that you've got was? I reckon jumper? it's an expensive one. I reckon she she's it's probably 40, 49. I reckon 49 95 mm. So a $50 jumper, which is very expensive yeah. for a jumper. 
Mm. I would hope if it's on, she said it was on sale, so I reckon it would be slightly cheaper, but I reckon buying it. She tells you the rule on sale. I can't speak against my girlfriend, but she tells you I the can. rule on sale. Do you want to know how no, much they, they were when we looked at them? Were they on sale? No, the no sale they've was never over. been on sale, by the way. Have oh. they been on sale? Well, we saw them at the normal price. We didn't know. Uh, did you, how, much, how much did you pay for yours? I got mine on eBay. Right. So yeah. mine's, mine, um, I think, is a second-hand one, but that's cool. I don't care. Mm. I wouldn't care either. Yeah. What's, how much are they? 64. No, they're not. No one would pay, no one would pay that for a Dude, jumper. The ones we looked at? Oh, I shouldn't, should I? Started now. Well, wait, yeah. she's, she's bought it now. She can't get into trouble. Mm. She wouldn't and get in trouble. She's allowed to buy whatever she wants. I always this hundred is... bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> For a jumper that you wear around a campfire. That's fine. <laughs> she works hard, my wife. She works very hard. Yeah, and what about the kids that got one too? Well, Eden won't even wear hers. <laughs> she hates it. She won't wear it because it's not pink. She she prefers yeah. the $5 Emma Wiggle jumper that yeah. we bought from the Rockley Markets. Can you imagine him wearing it now? No one touch me! <laughs> that's, that's Get a, away from me! I'm going to frame it like a jersey. <laughs> See, there's yours. A jersey yeah, with Corey Parker wore in a grand final. <laughs> there's no, yours. No, I don't need to know. I don't 99 need Ninety-five. Oh yeah, well that's that's, yeah. that's not a hundred. But it's that's exactly yes. Yeah. yeah, even if it was ninety-nine ninety-nine, I'd tap with my card so they couldn't <laughs> wrap it up. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Koala grass. Use this grassy. Mowing the lawn. We need the right equipment. <laughs> I know you would have been tagged in this, Matthew. And can I just say that we have tried very hard to track this guy down because I think you guys will be soulmates. They get along. Yes, you both got beards, and you both. Love your lawn. It's hard. It's hard to track down a hero. This guy, he's he's a out hero. there. Now the PM was doing a press conference yesterday, and he was doing it at a, a an estate. Mm. Now at the estate, in any there's always he wanted to do a press conference talking about the grant, the builders' grant, with a construction site against him. Yeah. You know, behind him in the background. So it was so, a brand new one where obviously houses were going up. So at the time. at the estate, some yeah. houses had been built and some were going up. So all the camera crew are looking at the PM and behind him is a construction site, but all the reporters with their high heels and their boots were standing on someone's house that was already established and were standing on his lawn. So this is the press conference where the PM had to stop and get everyone to move (laughs) forward off the lawn. 10,000 Australians. Can everyone get off the grass, please? Sure. Let's just move back from there. Hey guys, I've just reseated that. Please, off the thing. <laughs> Sorry, mate. All good. That's all good. Thanks. Make sure you get off that bloke's lawn. <laughs> Even Maddie's face there is like, God, he's just reseated it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Damn I respect, on. you know what? Respect to ScoMo mm-hmm. because a man comes out, says, "Hey, get off my lawn." ScoMo didn't even question it. He he actually looked like. Yeah, fair call. Fair Everyone, call. get off that lawn. And it's just nice when, you know, someone yells at the PM because it's like, I'm sorry about that, but you understand. Yeah. And he did. He got everyone to move it forward, and he had a chat with him after. There's a lot of photos. I can't find the guy's name, though. Mm. But there was uh, Thomas o- O'Brien, who's a reporter, and he said this comment, and I thought, yeah. He said, peak dad right here. A disgruntled <laughs> neighbour has briefly interrupted the PM's press conference, telling those assembled yeah. to get off the grass. Well, hey. And I was like... You're, you are, you're Pink Dad. Hey, Pink Dad and Hectic Mum, we should hang out. <laughs> Play date with the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Not on your grass. <laughs> to be fair, grass goes dormant this time of year. You'll notice the grass is starting to brown. Uh-huh. I thought you said to yeah. grow it this time. Mm. 
No. No, no. Grow in spring. Sorry, That's right. Spring. Grows in spring. Now's mm. the time to be looking after your lawn the mm. best that you can. Because Why did he just have it reseeded Fascinating. Be- well, because <clears throat> he was obviously wanting to get something down oh. now as soon as he can. But am I not a peak dad? Am I a peak dad? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You're almost that. You're almost that dad that I think if you work nine to five, you'd be that dad that comes home, gets the newspaper, sits in his armchair, has a whiskey. Now, do you know what I noticed? He was peak dad yesterday. Mm. Is because my dad's done it so many times. Mm. He he received a bad text, and mm. I was like, oh no, it's like someone someone tragedy has happened. And yeah. Goes, looks at me and goes, oh no, I've made a mistake. Oh no. And I was like, what's going on? And what happened yesterday? What happened? You left the tap on. Oh, I was. Oh my god! I've never been angry at myself in my entire life. What did you do? We have automatic timers uh, on the taps for the lawn, and um, I there's a manual setting, and I use the manual setting because I put a bit of fertilizer out, Mm. and I accidentally flicked it over to the um, automatic one, and that meant for 22 minutes there was just water pouring down onto the concrete. Oh. And that is annoying. Do you go onto the lawn when it's dark in the morning sometimes just to get it set up or uh, late at night? Only water late at night because yeah, there's no right. point watering in the middle of the day. Yeah. You know? I want to know 13, 10, 6. 13, 60. 10, <laughs> 60. When did you reach peak dad? You, you know, you might, or maybe your partner has as well, because I would say that my partner has when he turned to the kids. I was like, are you for real? Are you going to do that? And he goes, money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, and I was like, it doesn't. Yeah. Quick, come does he hang on this? I was like, you hated it when your dad said that. Mm. This is my favourite. Mm. Ethan? Yeah, dad. Were you born in a tent, <laughs> were you? Oh. That kid shuts no doors. Mm. No doors. Mm. Anywhere. And leaves lights on everywhere Don't as well. Don't get me started on the fact he can't put his cereal bowl back in the dishwasher. Oh, let me give you the hot tip on that. <laughs> Listen up. If you open the dishwasher and the dishwasher is full and clean and mm. that's why you can't put your bowl in it, mm. don't put your bowl in the sink, hey, empty hey, the dishwasher hey, and hey, put your hey, dirty bowl back hey. in the dishwasher. Don't peek dad us, mate. Peek dad, you? hectic mum over there. <laughs> yeah. What am I? A terrible child. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait till your dad gets home. You're in so much trouble. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. That's why I love grass. Use this grassy. Mowing the lawn. We need the right equipment. Why don't you uh, stop Maddie if you see him on the streets and ask about lawn? He loves a lawn chat and often he's greeted here by a blank face when he tries to chat to people about it. Mm. But there's people out there. They love their lawn. It's peak dad. And that's what a journo wrote about a, uh, a guy that told the PM to get off his lawn with the press conference. 10,000 Australians. Hey, can everyone get off the grass, please? Sure. <laughs> Let's just move back from there. Come on. Hey, guys, I've just reseeded that. Please, off the thing. <laughs> Sorry, mate. All good. That's all good. Thanks. Make sure you get off that bloke's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I be. love it when he goes, come on. Might be the most Australian piece of audio I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the, the quintessential Prime Minister Australian. Yeah. Like, it's all Aussie. I love it. Uh, uh, so we're asking, are you a peak dad or do you know someone who's peak dad? What do they do? 13, 10, 60, jump in right now. All right, Chris from Carbo. Well, are you a peak dad? Oh, I try to be. So <laughs> I sent a ditch into Maddie's born in a tent, but when the kids slammed the door and they got the pups at you for telling them off, mm. just respond to them with, is it closed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure that one's closed? You sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. 
Uh, Jessica in Pilara, are you a Pete dad? <laughs> uh, my partner is actually. Yeah. He um, got up at 8am to go to Aldi on a Saturday to get the week specials. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What yeah. was he getting? What was the actual special? Uh, the ceramic cooktop set, so all the ceramic pots and pans and mm-hmm. mm. all yeah. those. That's good. They do do a good pan at Aldi, actually. Yeah. I do love it if they walk in with the brochure as well. Yeah. Just, you know, to show. Did you get the right one? Yeah. <laughs> Came in the mail and I circled it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I tore it out very slowly and very carefully. <laughs> is this, I, there is we this go. laminated? There we go. Excuse me, sir. You got you one go. of them? Have you got one of those? Got one of them, young fella. <laughs> uh, Mick and Tingalpa. Peak Dad. <clears throat> when was your moment? Hey, mate, I reached Peak Dad when I bought a cylinder mile for my grass. Oh, oh I yeah. Maddie bought a cylinder mower. What does a cylinder do again? What's the difference? So a cylinder mower, like, instead of cutting a rotary, like, around, it cuts, like, you know, up and down, sort of rotary, and um, it rolls the grass as you cut it because it's got weight in it, so it leaves the stripes in the grass. Mm. Oh, right. So is, is, can I just ask, <laughs> is the only difference that it does is the stripes? Oh, God, Mick, listen to her. <laughs> it's a truer cut as well. A truer cut? A truer yeah. cut. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. I thought, yeah. You see those... Many ways to cut a grass, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you see that perfect lawn? Yeah. And some people's houses look like a lawn bowl green almost? Mm. Like yours? That's a cylinder mower, yeah. The issue I had, yep. though, Mick, is because my, blo- my block slopes, I had to yeah. get rid of my cylinder mower because it, it the chain kept on snapping on it, so I had to, had to get rid of it now and back to the old school. Why don't you get a run on one? Yeah, it can be hard when you're at the slope. It sort of slides around a bit mm. as well. But yeah, uh, well, got to do these things. Uh, you need a uh, <laughs> you need a club. A lawn club? No, a peak dad club. Da- what? Peak we- dad grass club. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, is the uniform be one of the topics? Why have you never done a hectic mum one? There's too many of them yeah, out there. Yeah, and they yeah, won't let me mums. in. Let's they won't let me in. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bikes will play it Monday. Your letter to practice is F F F for Freddie. Here you go. <laughs> it's Friday. Quick, quick. Staff, Abby and Matt's Alpha Box. Alpha Box. Radio Lucky Dip Edition. We play every morning at 8 o'clock with Alpha Box. Um, we give away as many answers as we can as well because uh, at the moment we've had our money um, put on pause. Mm. With the economy, um, in the new financial year, we're back with our big cash. And if you get 10 out of 10 now, you get to come back for the All-Stars Week where you play for the $10,000. Who's on today, guys? Natalie from Kalanga. Morning, Natalie. Good morning. Now, how many clues have you ma- managed to garnish over the course of the morning? I've got four. Okay, cool. Good That's job. a good start. That's almost 50%. Uh, so you know that your letter is N. Maddie will whack 30 seconds on the clock. Abby's going to ask you the questions. You've got to answer every question with an N-word. And um, if you get them all right, you will get the uh, prize. Perfect. Can't wait. Thank you. N for Natalie. All right, here we go. Name something that can be delivered. Newspaper. Name a body part. Neck. Name a colour. Pass. Name a boy band. NSYNC. Name a country. Ooh, Netherlands. Name a Simpsons character. Uh, Ned Flanders. Name a famous chef. Ooh, pass. Name an occupation. Mm, nurse. Name a male actor. Nikos Cage. Name a TV series. Ooh. Oh, oh, pretty good stuff. 
TV series, you could add Neighbours and for Colour Navy. And all, you got seven out of ten. Yeah. Thank you. And a famous chef as well, Nigella Lawson. Of course. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, but it is the Lucky Dip edition. If you get on, you're guaranteed a prize. And come on, let's hear it this morning. What has she won? I can tell you, Natalie, that you have won a Solara Foods Prize Pack. Now, Solara delivers plant-based meals for fresh-to-you, nutritionists and chef-crafted. Order today, Solara Plant-Based Meals. I haven't tried the plant-based meals yet. Oh, they're really delicious. Are they good? You think you're not going to like it yeah. if you're a meat eater. Yeah. You're like, no, 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 no. But when you get a professional cooking it, mm. delicious. There you go, Nat. when I try and cook vegan. Oh, that's awesome. Time to get my healthy on. Thank you. Yes. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Australian protesters say police brutality isn't just an American issue. The Black Lives Matter movement calling for an end to deaths in custody in the US, but also here in Australia too. There has been a lot of things going over um, on over in the States. We've seen the sad death of George Floyd and rightly so. The whole world has been outraged by it and wants changes. And it's also time to reflect. And I feel apologetic that we haven't done it earlier. I think we've all been aware of injustices that happens here in Australia. But now there is a stance of white people being able to stand with coloured people and making change Mm -hmm. rather than thinking it's their battles to fight. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got a listener of the show who's an Indigenous listener from Petrie. Devi, morning. Morning. How have you felt with everything that's going on over in the States? It's very hard to watch as a First Nations person sitting in a, in Australia. You know, there's a deep sadness there. However, watching people come out into the streets and protest, it, it, it's an amazing thing to see. For young, There's a lot of young people, a lot of old people coming out and people are just fed up. Mm. And it kind of gives you this fight in you that yes you know we we can make a change if we come together as people i think what's come out of this is it's not just about the lives that are being lost um of indigenous and african americans one of the most important messages throughout this is also about the way that um, you're being treated and you know that's what they've said in America that and we've spoken to um, a black man from America who said he can be playing basketball and the cops will just come and harass him yeah from you being indigenous what have your interactions with police been like here well I, I've watched the police in in Australia from a little girl I think the first time I actually had my first vision of police brutality against my people, I probably was around 10 years old. I saw my uncle get severely bashed in the street uh, for being at a hotel um, and uh, there was just police force in the street and they were taking people. They were just taking people indiscriminately. Mm. There was no questioning about charges. It was just when you see a, uh, um, a group of Aboriginal people in the street, and I say Aboriginal people because that's the word that's been given to us. Yeah. It's not really our name. Um, so I've had a long history of it, and, uh, and I've also then continually from being in and around my family and my community and also myself um, just being harassed, harassed mm. in the street. Um, I was actually um, accosted by the police uh, when I was around 14. And, you know, if you're walking around on the street, 
you're a target. And I was physically detained and I was I was kicked in the, in the guts just because I was the black kid walking down the street. Do you, do you have a feeling and, at the moment with the war that's going on in America that um, Australians especially have, not, even if they've, they've forgotten or they didn't even know our history with um, police violence against Aboriginal people? Because there's been... 432 Aboriginal people died in custody since 1991. That's one a month for the past 30 years. But I don't think anyone's shining a light on that at the moment either. Yeah, well, I think this is the frustration. And, um, you know, you can kind of see it online. And, you know, just me speaking with a couple of sisters, you know, we want, we're in solidarity with, uh, with, with the cause mm. and for, for the fight for justice for George Floyd because... Uh, you know, their experience is our experience mm. um, and uh, also for for all of the, uh, I guess, stories that are unheard as well. I mean, this is just one of them. Yeah. yeah. This happens all the time and it happens here in Australia as well. Yeah. And we have so many people in this country who have lost their lives through circumstances where a white person would be in the same circumstance and they would be able to walk free. Yeah. Yeah. My Indigenous friend sent me a, a message saying, have you ever heard of David... Um, uh, David Dunga, Dunga? Um Junior. I, and I was a bit like, oh, no, I haven't. And I knew, <laughs> knew where she was coming from. She said, because everyone's going to remember George Floyd, but this mm. was a 26-year-old um, Indigenous man who died in custody and no charges were laid. That's right. There's all of these... Um, resolved cases in this country and there's all of this unresolved anger towards it from from First Nations people because nothing's being done and nobody seems to care and when you have such a, you know, a, a really massive uh, backlash around uh, murder such as George Floyd and the whole world goes crazy, mm. we're just like well, hang on. Yeah. What do we have to do to in order for people, yeah, yeah to, to, to be up in arms and incensed about the racial injustice and, and the murders that are happening within this country? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australian protesters say police brutality isn't just an American issue. The Black Lives Matter movement calling for an end to deaths in custody in the US but also here in Australia too. With what's going on in the States to do with the death of George Floyd and so many people um, campaigning and protesting for the rights of black people over there, it's a time to reflect. And a lot of people are saying that we can't judge over there, we need to check what's happening in our country. And Debbie, who's of First Nation, who listens to the show, has called up to, to educate us. Now, Debbie, um, there is a march on in Brisbane this weekend. Um, what would you like to say to white people who feel uncomfortable about maybe being part of the cause or they feel like they, you know, they're not able to, to speak out? What is it that you would like to say to them listening now? Yeah, well, here's the thing. There's, um, we call, um, you know, those people good white people because they really like, have good hearts <laughs> and they really want to help. And the way that they can help is to educate themselves. Yeah. And, you know, you ha we have this word, this buzzword that goes around, and, you know, oh, you you got to be woke, stay woke, people. <laughs> so, you know, um, you need to be woke. White people need to be woke, mm. and they need to be educated. They need to know their history, you know. 
They need to know the history of terra nullius. They need to know the history of flora and fauna, that we were treated as plants and animals and eradicated like pests. That sort of stuff historically doesn't change. We had the white Australia policy in, in this country, mm-hmm. you know, where we didn't want any racial toying with the, with the white purity mm-hmm. in this country. This is historically the Australian experience. That needs to be owned mm-hmm. by white Australians and then look into what the actual history is. Because, you, you know, you don't get taught this stuff in primary school. Yeah, no, you get taught true. this stuff in high school. You do. You and, do, yeah. you know, you, you have to take it as an elective in university. Mm. Yeah. So, and even even then, it's kind of something that can kind of go to the back of your mind and you go, oh, yeah, something bad happened, but I can't really remember yeah. what it was. And so when you're standing in and you want to be in solidarity with your, you know, with your First Nations um, people in this country... You need to be educated because we are tired. We're tired of educating. We're tired of the fight. Mm. We're tired of people not listening. And um, if, if, if you want to get together and you have to, you know, and you want to make change, you, you, you really need to educate yourself. And, and I think one of the process is, is with white people wanting to be involved and, and being able to, I guess, an active participation in, in helping is, uh, that you need to be uncomfortable mm. yeah. with a few things, you know, and and when you're with um, First Nations people who are, you know, really like I'm, I'm not really uh, involved in the in the uh, warriors of um, Aboriginal resistance who are actually running the march tomorrow, mm. um, but uh, you know, you need to be around those people. Mm. And you need to be educated by those people because that's what they do. That's, that, that's their lives. They, they, they live and breathe and they got all the details and the statistics and they can put you into areas and they will, they, they will like call you out on stuff as well on yeah. your white privilege. You know, I taught, I taught in a um, school this week because I do education workshops. And, you know, it was a group of teenagers and we had a really good discussion and they want to actually be involved. They want to have their, their um in their voice kind of heard and i said well you know you need to listen too Mm. you actually need to listen and sometimes you need to listen to stuff from us from first nations people that really makes you uncomfortable and we've been feeling uncomfortable in our country for over how many uh, however many 200 years plus that you've been here um and we've not been able to be who we are we've not been able to speak our experience without having to hold your hand and make you feel good. You have to feel uncomfortable at times because we can't make you feel good because this is all of our story. It's an Australian story. It is the Australian experience. And until that is owned by by white Australians and, you know, the general population, because we have a lot of different people here now, not just mm-hmm. white Australian people, that we, we won't move forward as a nation and we won't be able to stop this violence. We are speaking with uh, one of our listeners, Debbie, this morning. She's an Indigenous woman who got in contact with us uh, and wanted to share her story. Another question is, the movement is Black Lives Matter, and we've spoken to an African-American man, um, and he refers to himself a lot as, as a black man. Um, but as white people, is that is that a term that we're allowed to use as well? Uh, yeah, you know, it's one of these things where you, as the dominant culture... 
um, you know, because you're, you're standing in your white privilege mm. as the dominant culture. When you use the word black, it could have a different connotation and, mm. it, and it has a different power when it's used. Yeah. So, um, you know, we refer to ourselves in our community as black folks. Mm. That's what yep. we, that's yeah. how, what we call each other. You know, hey, all these black follow over here, black follow there, black follow here, black follow there. So it's, it's, a, you know, it's used as an endearing, uh, you know, a description mm. for us. But it, it um, but if but it's when you, using, when, yeah. when white people use it, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like the N word, you know. Yeah. Um, Debbie, you did say yeah. before that you, it's obviously a name that you never give, gave yourself, and you hear it in the media all the time. Mm. Uh, the uh, Aboriginal. So, mm. would we refer as First Nation or Indigenous? Well, like I said before, you know, everyone is getting woke now, yeah. and I and I'd say that there's a, a, a vast majority of our people in this country, like the original people of this country, mm. who who still call themselves Aboriginal, and then there is Indigenous. Um, yeah. And these these words are being given to us through government. Mm-hmm. They're not our names. Yeah, yeah. So, my name, my name is Naranga Ghana, and the people here would be Jagara and Jagara and uh, Turubu. Mm. You know, so if I was to say to you who I am, that's who we are. And yeah. because we're not a homogenous group, and we have, you know, over five hundred, we had over five hundred different languages spoken in this country prior to colonization. Most white black followers call uh, refer to us ourselves as First Nations, but then there are people who don't mind the Indigenous and Aboriginal, mm. but, you know, and that would that, that would show somebody that, you know, you actually care and right. you give a shit, you know, and, and you don't you don't make a change unless you speak up, and so I was just tired of being silent, mm. and that's why I got on, you know, got on the on the blower and gave you guys a call, and um, I really appreciate you, and, and I just never expected this to happen, so mm-hmm. Oh, no um, we honestly yeah. can't thank you enough. So yeah, yeah. No, if you write, yeah. we ring you back. That's how we work on this show. We take all complaints. <laughs> yeah, I know, Debbie. I know. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like Shiv was like, oh, you know, oh yeah, I'll just call you back. And I was like, I just expected to sit there for an hour and go, oh, this person's never going to talk to me. Yeah, I was really um, humbled by that. Uh, it's nice to know that yeah, we do have people out there who who want to make a change, who who want to help us to enact that change. Yeah, we definitely do. Mm. Debbie, thank you for calling this morning. Uh, we appreciate it. We hear what you're saying, and um, mm. we thank you so much for, for sharing all of that with us today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060 for last calls. Get on and talk about anything. Gemma and Griffin, what do you want to say? Hey guys, I just wanted to say that I think it's so great that you guys do last calls and that you listen to everybody. I think it's really important and it's so great that you guys actually do that. Oh, oh thanks, thanks, Thank you. I'll, I'll be honest, it probably um, started with... Don't, 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 no, you don't, don't, don't well, give me your secrets. <laughs> okay, Gemma, we love yeah. it and we love hearing from people. We first yeah. started when um, we didn't have anything else to put in there. <laughs> and then, <laughs> What? Just That's take the, the compliment. Truth. Take We're the compliment. thinking it, but now we've fallen in love with it, so we're keeping it, yeah, Gemma. Yeah, yeah. It's good because a lot of other radio stations just cut people out and they don't, you know, if you're not funny and all that sort of stuff within the first, you know, 10 seconds, they mm. just cut them straight off. And I think it's so bad. 
And then I found your station and was listening to this, and I just thought it was so great that you actually listened. Oh, oh thanks, Jam. Beautiful. The only reason Maddie will ever cut someone off is if they've got bad reception. Which you might not have to do with 5G. Yeah. That's true. But but I do give you an opportunity, Gemma, if you've got a bad line, you always step to the left, and then you stand on one leg and put your arm up, and nine times out of ten, mm. that actually fixes it helps. the I think bad my favourite moment is when you called the show because you were sick. And it was a bad line. Remember, we're like, it was the height of irony. Oh. No, I do remember that. It's when I was on the way to the hospital for my ankle surgery. Mm. And then we found out it's if you're in your car, mm. the sound bounces off your windscreen back into your phone. iPhones have that flaw in them. Mm. Mm. Besides the FBI getting them right. Yeah. You think That's the FBI would be all think? over that. If they were, if the oh, FBI... Oh, you don't think... Wait, wait, you don't think it anymore? Because you have been saying that there's too many conspiracies going I around. And I realise you're the one that started. I don't want to say anything that's going to make me be one of the clips in Pete Evans' 60 <laughs> Minutes tell-all on the weekend. I'm, I'm You've laying been saying low for, that for a long yeah, time. No, I'm laying low for a bit. Oh, yeah. so now you don't agree with it? Laying low, man. No, he's gone. He's going um, deep. Yeah. I mean, I'm undercover. Mm. Oh, Ebony, you're on the air with us. Lovely to Hi, talk to you. you. <laughs> what do you want to chat about? Um, I have a peak dad story um, yes. about lawns. So my stepdad actually took a piece of grass from a paddock behind his new place and tried replanting it at his new place, and now it's actually growing in the only spot he doesn't want it to grow in. <laughs> oh, he did a grass transplant. <laughs> yes, he did, and now it's not working out mm. too well. <laughs> That's very annoying. Very annoying yeah. when that happens. Uh, Jane from Carindale, what do you want to chat about today? Hey, um, I just wanted to talk about your question before, Abby, about whether anyone had seen it on TV. Yeah, because we well, put cardboard cutouts of ourselves at the Broncos game last night. We just, we don't know. I mean, I guess they're there, but we didn't see yeah. them on TV. Yeah, well, when I was listening to you guys yesterday, I thought you guys were inferring you'd be there in flesh, like whether you guys got like VIP tickets being oh, radio no. hosts or something. <laughs> so I didn't see you on TV because I was looking for the flesh. Oh, no, Jade. Oh, no. Isolation rules. still exist. Oh, that's funny. I actually made a comment to my sister and I said, oh, my gosh, why did they spend so much money on stupid cardboard cutouts? But <laughs> 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 then hear that you guys bought those cardboard cutouts. Who's going to charity, Jane? Yeah. Like, you know, that is, isn't that no, so embarrassing? So That's wow. so embarrassing when you're about, like, when someone's saying that something's ridiculous, you're in a conversation, like, what kind of idiot would do that? And you're standing there the whole time knowing full well you've done it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> Generally, yeah. Uh, good on you, Jane. Right, Sam and Bean Lee, it's last calls time. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah, you know me, mate. Got a bit of this and a bit of that. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Not too bad. Um, so you're you're ringing up because you're to tell us about you're helping a mate build a carport. Yeah, mate. Yeah, building in his carport into a little shack. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. Right. Mm. Are you getting yeah, paid for it? Um. Oh, just by beers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The the currency. Mm. You don't need to claim that one on tax, do you? No, no, not at all. No. How many a carport is worth? How many cartons of beer? Oh, well, I reckon about one to, one to kick us off for today anyway. <laughs> yeah, one while you're doing it, and then you get one full one after. That's, and then yeah, you, yeah. That, hmm, you yeah, look back right. and you go, we built that. <laughs> oh, guys, mm-hmm. uh, I have, I'm yet to wrap my lips around this, but the two of you are hooked on it. Tani, you've got some um, big news for Stav and Abby here. Hi. Hi. Um, if you go to Everton Park, Woolies, mm-hmm. they've got the pork crackling for the microwave. Oh, uh. yeah. So I... <laughs> 
I found these in a, in a Woolies. I think they're mm. only there. That's why I keep saying it. Um, and I thought Stav would like it, mm. and I gave it to him, and he loved it. But then they were out of stock at my local one. But Since Tani. then, we have got tagged in so many photos. <laughs> but Everton Parks, that's good. Yeah, but I found yeah. some too. Uh, the Ashgrove Woolies had it. I see it everywhere now. Have you ever tried it? No, my husband's sad because I haven't bought him any yet. Oh, Tony, it so is. A, it, have to. It'll change your life. And and oh, here uh, we for go. The cherry on the icing on the cake of mm. amazingness. It's actually healthy. It's got a lot of pork. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a bit of an issue. <laughs> do they have a vegan it version? It tastes like fluffy... Um, you know they say you can also get the vegetable chips, mm. you know, and they're sort of like puffed up? Do you have a packet here? Nice. Yeah. Do we have a packet here? Uh, I took them all home. Because you um, guys keep telling me. I'll bring me. some in on Monday. You keep saying that. Because you will love it. Why don't you put it on the shopping list so you can wife can go and buy them for you? And Tani, get some for you. Be a good wife and get some for your husband. He'll he'll appreciate it. I will. It. I'll buy him some today and surprise him. Mm. Mm. He can get his own if he wants to. <laughs> he could. <laughs> I, was, I was just but like he probably won't, Tani. Nah, but don't be that person. <laughs> Why are you making Tani go and do it for him, you monster? Tani, while you're obviously down at the shops doing the groceries, <laughs> um, taking a much-needed break from cleaning the house, um, if you could just get your hard-working... Money-earning husband, some pork crackling, so when he comes home, he can oh, put his, his feet up. You know what? People out. are just going to tune in yes. right now. Mm. That's right. At the and start of this... Even <laughs> more chauvinistic. <laughs> At the start of this, it was all like, you're so lovely, you listen to people, and then Stav's true colours come out. Oh, Good on you, Tani. Thanks for the Thanks for the heads up. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There's the podcast. Bye. <laughs> Abby and Matt. Kim.